Stampede. Garner isn't 168 recorded 14 2023. In a morning sunrise, the light of love comes stealing into a newborn day. Oh, flaming with all the glow of sunrise, a burning kiss is sealing. The father all betray For the passions that thrill love And lift you high to heaven Are the passions that kill love And let you fall to hell So In an evening sunset The light that gave you glory Will take it all Passions that thrill love and lift you high to heaven are the passions that kill love and let you fall to hell. So it is sorry, softly as in an evening sunset. The light that gave you glory will take it all away. Unfortunately, I'll never be able to forgive what has been done to this country. Consumerism didn't make us stronger. It destroyed important values. And the politicians, especially the 30, 40, and 50-year politicians, went along with that. Consumerism was good for business. And what could be more important than business for the government? Consumerism made people want more. And any veteran politician worth his salt knew that what's sauce for the goose was sauce for the gander. When you buy more stuff, the government revenue goes up. It was so easy. It was like a hand in a glove. Peaches and cream. Butter on toast. Create a society never satisfied because it always wanted more. 
So what if there were a few missteps along the way and the economy had to temporarily slow down? Some people became obsolete. And if the cost of running the government didn't meet its revenue, well, then it should just start printing as much money as it needed. That's called buttering your toast on both sides. After all, we could call the shots because we had the force to keep everyone both domestically and foreign in line. And why risk losing the greatest experiment in human history? We thought buying more stuff made us special. For our politicians, the trick has always been to keep you wanting more so the government could get more. Or explicitly, you've become a tool to perpetuate the system. And they'd say, you've got to get more so you can be happy. The other side of that policy is you could be unhappy if you can't get more. Of course, one thing is certain about our heritage coming from the natural world. Nothing remains the same. And if you've been tricked like lost sheep, somewhere, somehow, you'll be prevented from getting more because there won't be enough to get. And there's a lot of historical evidence to support that. Sometime, people won't be able to get more. And it's not easy for me to say that. What is the matter, little Bo Peep? I have been careless and lost my sheep. Say, have you seen them, Jack and Jill, during your journey up the hill? They're not on the hilltop, nor in my wood. Did you meet up with them, Red Riding Hood? Don't cry, Bo Peep, don't cry. To find your sheep, we'll try. We'll seek them far, we'll seek them wide. Too. Have my stray lamb 
they are hiding, Tom Tucker may know. Simon or Peter or Bobby The thing about not getting what you think you should have inevitably results in people behaving violently. If you have a large number of people who can't get what they want or need, then they turn their attention toward different unapproved methods. You can deceive a people so long before they finally realize what they have been taught to expect isn't going to happen. First, the people who have power distract the public with entertainment. The only trouble with that is the more violent the entertainment, the more popular is the response. You get people watching 12 to 15 hours a day violent entertainment on an electronic screen, and they start developing in antisocial ways. Things like a common greeting with a good morning turn into a response of what's good about it. Anticipating expectations can turn very ugly if you realize you've been tricked into believing something that isn't true. There are people very skilled at keeping the public believing in something that isn't true. That's where the saying, a sucker is born every day, comes from. They're also skilled at making what is true less true to suit their purposes. They can make you believe an event in nature is the result of something that has nothing to do with that event. Or they can make you believe if you do something, it can stop the course of nature like the weather, or the wind, or the tides of the oceans. No, there are some very clever people who can make you believe in a lot of things. Politicians often use propagandists to make you believe that everything is all right, when in fact things aren't all right. People who have power often use propagandists to stay in power. When things start turning bad, they don't like losing power, so they begin massaging the truth. You know, like manipulating people, making them believe they're doing a good job as a politician, when in fact violent crimes are increasing and groups of people are raiding and looting businesses. But don't worry, they make you believe it's only transitory, and we'll get back to normal. 
sky was blue and high above the moon was new and so was love this eager heart of mine was singing lover where can you Manipulating people to get what you want is an age-old practice, and politicians are experts in that endeavor. Sometimes it can result in an intimidation. Powerful people are very skilled at persuading others to see things their way. Of course, there are various forms of intimidation. The most common is overtly threatening someone. There are laws in this country about that. You can threaten someone with bodily harm, and I don't know what those laws are exactly. 
like the laws forbidding someone in a heated argument from saying, I'll kill you. Or when someone puts a gun to someone else's head and says, I'm going to kill you. I don't know what the legal punishments are for those offenses. Then again, there are more subtle means of making people conform to what you want, like saying, we know where you live. Scaring people is a common form of making people do what you want them to do. Now, in this country, there have been instances where our government has been accused of using tactics to make people stay in line. The most common of these are stopping people from doing things that would undermine the authority of the government. And that is found with various law enforcement agencies secretly listening into conversations of people. Sometimes it doesn't have to be completely held in secret. It can be intentionally done by letting a person or persons know they're being watched or listened to. Once I came downstairs in my family home to find two men who identified themselves as FBI agents talking in our living room to my mother. They were telling her she attended a group of people, some of whom were known to be communists. They wanted to make sure she knew who she was communicating with. I know communists are a real threat to capitalists and vice versa, but I assure you my mother was no communist. But for me, I talk to everybody. And to be truthful, there are some capitalists who might deserve being spied upon. When orchids bloom in the moonlight And lovers vow to be true I can still dream in the moonlight Of one dear night that we knew When orchids fade in the dawning They speak of tears and goodbyes Though my dreams are shattered Like the petals scattered Still my love can never die there is peace in the twilight when the day is through. But the shadows that fall only seem to recall all my longing for you. There's a dream in the moonbeams upon a sea of blue. But the moonbeams that fall only seem to recall Love is all, love is you
To keep things rolling right along, the government had to identify people or organizations that were a threat to its existence. Of course, mobilization to combat military aggression, like what took place at Pearl Harbor on December 7th, or much later, the September 9th attack on the Twin Towers in New York and the Pentagon, only confirmed we needed protection from external threats. That's why we have the largest defense budget in the world. But don't kid yourself. We've never been safe. And even if we doubled our defense budget, it wouldn't prevent what's coming. If a handful of terrorists with box cutters were able to create havoc, chaos, and death on 9-11, then I'd have to say we've wasted billions on sophisticated weapons. Even more chilling is what is taking place in our own backyard. The world of artificial intelligence is taking us away from the natural world. It's corrupted our values and doesn't make us stronger. It weakens who we are and breeds illnesses. We can't endure if we remove our connection to the natural world. It's where we came from, and it's our shared physical structure with millions of other living things. If we remove our ties from the natural world, we'll be exposed to new life forms outside of evolutionary laws forms we won't be able to contain. Artificial intelligence will produce something new without the continuity found in the natural world, and it will threaten all living things. Artificial intelligence will spawn its own kind, making us obsolete, unneeded, unwanted, in the long interconnected chain of the living. We stand at the edge of a new world, and it's not our salvation. It's a threat to what has existed for millions of years, and we will have given birth to it.
In this world, nothing is guaranteed. It's estimated that 99.9% .9 of all species that existed on Earth are now extinct. And the reasons for that are many. When it comes to our survival, we've created our own vulnerability. We should never have relied on a consumerist economy. No, wanting more produces some very ugly qualities. It made us creating things for profit, blinding us, distorting important values. We were willing to build things that endangered our very existence. In the natural world, success isn't measured by profits, and it doesn't destroy its own kind for financial gain. Be certain of this, the natural world never stays the same, and in truth, it's a dangerous place, but it is also beautiful. Consumerism makes you want more, and it incentivizes the production of a material world. It keeps businesses moving forward. And in the future, when all accounting is said and done, consumerism will have been the economic force that produced more material things in the history of man. The thing about wanting more is that you're never satisfied. And that included building all sorts of dangerous systems that supported our military defense. It even changed human behavior, corrupting us, worshiping narcissism and avarice. It produced violence. It increased homelessness and mental illness and it contributed to the production of dangerous weapons sold around the world. But the most dangerous of all was the rise of artificial intelligence, making us believe we could trust something to do the thinking for us. We abdicated what was important in the name of profits. We've allowed artificial intelligence to do the thinking for us. In this world, nothing remains the same, but the choices we made removing us from millions of years of evolution for artificial intelligence was our undoing. This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard a 1945 recording, Softly as in a Morning Sunshine, sung by Thomas Hayward. Then from the 1934 movie, Babes in Toyland, Don't Cry, Bo Peep, with Felix Knight and Charlotte Henry. 
Then music from the 1945 Decca recording Desert Song, Lover Come Back to Me with Jane Wilson and Thomas Hayward, followed by a 1933 recording of Rudy Valley singing Orchids in the Moonlight, then Jeanette McDonald's 1930 recording from the movie Let's Go Native, The Breeze and I, and closing with a shortcut of Wanting You from the Desert Song album Jane Wilson Singing. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.